the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. Thank you so much and welcome to The Word, AM 630 The Word. It's our Church of the Week program where this is what I like to say every week. Got to remind you, we're going to memorize this verse here. It's in 1 Timothy 5.17 and it says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching of that word. And with us today is a great preacher of that word, pastor of Fellowship Bible Church on Hebner Road, it's Russell Schwartz. Welcome back, Pastor. Thank you. Good to be here with you today. Oh, my honor. You were here five years ago, and I think a lot's changed in the last five years for you. A lot has changed for me, <laughs> for the church, even for San Antonio as a whole. Oh, no kidding. And, I've, you know, and I'll say this. I don't think that uh, I've ever witnessed up close a more more unity in the church in San Antonio. Do you think that's true in your, your shoes? I believe there's a real spirit of oneness. Um, there's something that God is doing. There's a real moving of the spirit that seems to be bringing us together as I've never seen before. I see more pastors' meetings. Uh, the mayor's helping out with that as well, with her, with her uh, breakfasts and lunches there too. Uh, KSLR, we're proud of our pastor appreciation events there too, where we'll get 300 pastors in one room and and uh, you've been a great friend to us uh, over the years. So, uh, again, thank you for your service, sir. You're very welcome. Well, you know what? Before we dive into what uh, Fellowship Bible Church is all about and the history and the future, let's talk about the present. Uh, as uh, we're recording this, this is going to air on Saturday uh, at 10 o'clock and again on Sunday afternoon there. Uh, and on Sunday, uh, Dr. Del Tackett is going to be in San Antonio and at your church. I'm a big fan of him because I've I've taken the Truth Project that uh, Focus on the Family produced uh, several years ago. Just an amazing study. How in the world did you get Del Tackett to come to Fellowship Bible Church? Well, Del Tackett, as you know, recently hosted a, a movie, a yes. documentary in the movie theaters called His Genesis History. And one of the elders in my church, John Voss, knew Dell back years and years ago <laughs> when they were in the Air Force together. Cool. And they are friends, and they get together from time to time. And I went to John and said, Dell's got this movie coming out. Why don't we have him come to the church? Dell loves coming to smaller churches. We're not a great-sized church, a couple hundred, few hundred. Yeah. And, and, um, and so he was more than happy to come and talk to us. We have him for three different services and three different topics. Well, he, uh, your Sunday school starts at 930 and then the worship starts at 10.45, so he's going to speak in both? He will speak in both of those services on different subjects. Wow, yeah, according to your notes here, uh, Engagement is the name of his new project? He's coming out with a new project similar to the Truth Project called Engagement, so he's going to condense that all down into a one-hour <laughs> message. Is there a cost to go to church that Sunday? There is no cost, wow. no charge. All right, uh, Engagement will be the introductory message there at 9.30, and then at 10.45 it says, Naaman, our small story and God's larger story. And then he comes back at 6.30 that night, too. That's correct. Uh, the name of that message is called In the Land of Not a Remnant of Hope. And again, all the details are at your website. What's your website, Pastor? I'll put you on the spot there. I think it's <laughs> yes, it's fbcsatx.com. <laughs> fbcsatx.com. And if you'd like to call the church for more information, that number is 210 699 
6511. Dr. Dell Tackett, I guess if he was in the Air Force, he probably came through Lackland back in the day. I I'm bet. sure he did. Yeah. And the nice thing about coming and hearing him in our church is that he's accessible to the people. Yeah. He'll be there. People can walk up, shake hands, get their picture with him, talk to him if they would like. Oh, very cool. I'm, I'm making plans to be there, Pastor, so make sure Good. you save We'd love to have seat. you. Uh, well, then let's put the church on the map for us. Uh, I know you're on Hebner Road, 8603 Hebner. How do I get there? That's correct. If, if you were um, traveling on I-10 and you turned west on Hebner, right. you would come down Hebner past Babcock, and then just past Bab- Babcock, we're on the right-hand side of the, of the road. And been there since day one? It's been there since day one. That's correct. <laughs> All, almost. It, yeah. it started in a few different places, but they, they moved into that facility years ago. So when did the church start and when did you show up? The church started in 1984. Uh-huh. Mark Smith, a, a local pastor, started the church. He's still here in town. Um, he's the executive director of Impact Water and takes water to mountains in, in um, Honduras. Wow, so he's a missionary now? He, he is, yes. He oversees that project. I've been with him on different trips. Wow. And then he, he retired from ministry and went full-time with Impact Water a few years ago, about um, nine years ago. His associate pastor um, took over for him for four years, and then I've been there now for for five years. Oh, congratulations again. What a change <laughs> it's, it's been for it's you. It's a right? wonderful experience. It's a wonderful church. Well, of course it is there, too. And obviously, a, a part of your mission outreach is to support impact. That is absolutely correct, yes. Planting wells and, and, and saving lives. Yeah, right? we don't do wells. Oh, I'm but, sorry. But we bring gravity-fed water um, to every home in I a gotcha. village. Well, that's fascinating. Uh, I know you can learn more about this on your website. And uh, I want to say it again, right? It's fbcsatx.com. Uh, so, so five years ago, you became the pastor of a Fellowship Bible Church. What did you do before? I had pastored in Alaska from 1982 until 1997. Oh, my. At the end of that 15 years, I really felt like I wanted to go somewhere where the weather was a little <laughs> bit warmer. A little bit. And I had graduated from seminary in California, and I went to work for the seminary that I graduated from, and then little by little got into college work, first um, secular colleges and then private trade schools. And one of them had an opportunity here in San Antonio, and I was very interested in moving to Texas. My parents lived down in the valley for many, many years, and my dad had recently died. I wanted to be closer to my mom. And so I took that position, moved out here, did that for a while, and then honestly just got tired of it. I was teaching in the church. I'd become an elder in the church, and I moved out of that and into nothing. And and um, one day at the elder meeting, our pastor announced that he was resigning and going back to youth ministries, which he was really good at. And the elder board sat and said, what are we going to do? And we decided to pray about it for a week and then come back. And a week later, when when we came to the board meeting, I said, you know, I've been thinking about this, and we're an independent church, and it's not easy for an independent church to find a pastor, <laughs> and I'm available to help you out. Mm. And so they um, they asked me to step in on an interim basis, and three weeks into the into the experience, the people were asking if I would become the pastor. Wow. What an honor. It is an honor. Yes, sir. Now, you said so much just right then. I got to dig in a little deeper there. So why in the world would you go from seminary in California to Alaska? Well, I actually went to the seminary while I was in Alaska. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah, I I moved from South Dakota up to Alaska. The church um, heard of me and asked me to come. Yeah. And I went thinking, what a great experience this is going to be to pastor in Alaska. And God had actually planted that seed in my heart years ago when I was in Bible college. 
and when the opportunity came, I jumped at it. Raised four boys up there hunting and fishing and, wow. and, uh, and living in the mountains and off the land, and, and it was just a wonderful experience. Well, even in one of your devotionals this week, we've enjoyed hearing them every day here. Matter of fact, if you missed any of them, uh, you can find them on our website uh, at AM630, the, um, am630theword.com. We just changed our name. It's been KSLR for 25 years, right, or 35 years, and uh, we changed our brand now to just The Word, so I'm, my, my tongue still wants to say the old way. Uh, but at am630theword.com, uh, on our Church of the Week page, you can learn more about Fellowship Bible Church, but there's an archive of, of all the devotionals and, uh, and this interview if you want to go back and catch it. But in one of those, uh, you referenced uh, the Kodiak Islands. Is that where you were at? That's where I was, that- the home of the famous Kodiak bear. Yes. Uh, largest carnivorous animal in North America. Any close encounters? Oh, many. many. Really? Yes, yes. Like- because because my family and I are hunters, and when you're out in, in the mountains, you're going to run into the bear. And then did the moose come up and knock on the door nope, and that kind of stuff? No moose, no moose on moose Kodiak there? Island. Okay. Yeah, because the bears are there. That's they never make it. <laughs> yeah, although there's moose up on the mainland and there's bears, I but gotcha. um, but the moose never never migrated off to the island. Wow, that's fascinating. All right, biggest fish, uh, two hundred and fifty pound halibut. Hey, and that's like in the and I've done some halibut fishing up there in Alaska. There, I just all I remember is a big old I don't know tennis ball weight. And you throw it over the side, and it'd go 200 feet down, that's and that's right. where all the that's hal- right. halibut were at. And when you get a halibut on your line, it's like reeling in a log yeah. until it gets all the way to the top and sees your boat, and then it dives back down again, and you get to do it all over again <laughs> until your muscles <laughs> in your arms are so sore, they are literally crying for help. Yeah, and yeah, that's good eating, too, by the way. Wonderful eating. Yes, it is. Wow, what an adventure. And with your boys, too. How are your boys doing today? Well, none of my boys live in Alaska anymore. Right. Uh, one of my sons lived up there for a total of 30 years, but they're spread out all over the country they're wonderful godly young men grandkids i have 22 grandchildren there's there's not enough uh christmas to go around here my friend yeah yeah you know my wife knows every name every anniversary every birth date every everything however i do have to tell you that we are a blended family i'll I'll just give you a little bit of my story i I have four boys and 16 grandchildren from them my wife has two children and six grandchildren when i moved to san antonio with my late wife yes it was a great opportunity here and she was very happy her sister lives fairly close by um, up by austin and uh, one year after we arrived here, she was killed in a car accident. I'm so sorry. And, and um, so I spent um, a couple of years alone, and then I met my wife, Joy. Yeah. And it was ex- particularly exciting to me because after my wife died, I was reading Psalm 35, weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And then one day on eHarmony, I'll put in a plug there, I saw this woman named Joy, Joy. and we made connections. She's a wonderful, godly woman, a great Bible teacher, and a tremendous pastor's wife. That eHarmony works, huh? It does. It worked for us anyway. Oh, congratulations to you. What a great story. And yeah, 22, forget it. I'm, I'm t- and so <laughs> as, we, as, as someone who just has two kids and you get the names mixed up with the dogs and the cats, well, I can't and, imagine. And the funny thing is that my late wife knew that I really struggled with names. And after she died, I was going through her directory, her, her phone and address um, book. And when I opened it up to the S for Schwartz's, I noticed my first son, his name was in there, Dave Schwartz. And then next to it, it said, your first son. And... <laughs> 
in case. All four of my boys were labeled like that. There's, and my wife didn't know she was going to die, but it was so funny to see what she left great. behind. What an amazing, amazing woman. And, uh, and what a great story here, too. Hey, if you've just joined us, you're listening to our KSL Arts. Our, there I go again. Our, uh, it's the Word, our Church of the Week program here with Fellowship Bible Church. We're here with Pastor Russell Schwartz. Uh, again, the church is located on Hebner Road at 8603. If you're uh, going up Hebner, uh, just before you get to Eckert, after uh, Babcock? Yes. Very good. And again, all the details at their website uh, very easily at, uh, I want to say it right here, uh, and I lost your website. Where'd it go? FBCSATX.com. Of course, com. Thank you very much, Pastor, for saving me there. <laughs> You're welcome. You've done a few savings uh, in your life. <laughs> hey, you recently, though, had a, an apologetics conference at, at your church there, too. Yes, that's a big part of what excites you. I'm a biblicist. Yes. I believe the Bible. I believe it's true. And I believe it from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. And one of the things that the church believed for 1850 years was that the creation account in Genesis 1 is real and true. And I continue to believe that. When evolutionists came on the scene, the church did some fancy dancing and came up with gap theories and all kinds of other things. But I believe when you specifically look at the Hebrew text that you see that God created the earth about 6,000 years ago in six 24-hour days. And so every couple of years, we have a creation conference when we give scientific information. This year, I actually had a medical doctor come in from Answers in Genesis. Yeah. And approached it from strictly a science perspective and uh, tremendous material. And, you know, when you when you see the, the amazing thing that God did, um, you have a greater appreciation for the awesome world in which we live and the awesome universe in which we live. We had a great turnout and a great response. Congratulations there. Are you going to do it again next year? Not next year, but the year after. Every other. Okay. Yes. That's very good, and then but then you, you surprised us with Dell Tackett, you know. And well, and then the and then the, the movie came along, yeah. and we didn't expect that. And um, and Did then you the opportunity. See it? Yes, I did go see it. How was it? It's excellent. And and again, we work. Our church works with Answers in Genesis. Uh, two of the presenters in the movie were with Answers oh. in Genesis, so they were men I knew. Excellent, excellent. I hope it's going to come out on DVD or, or on demand. Or I'm something. sure that it will. There's been an encore showing already. There's going to be another encore showing, and I, I'm sure that it will be available to purchase uh, soon. Very good. Uh, Pastor Russell Schwartz from Fellowship Bible Church, uh, let's talk about what happens on a Sunday morning. So we just said that Sunday school starts at 930. Uh, is what I'm wearing okay? (laughs) What you're wearing is maybe even a little dressed up, okay? okay? I'll be honest with you. I wear denim pants. I don't usually wear blue jeans. I wear black jeans and a polo shirt, just exactly like I am dressed right here in the studio. Cool. Nobody in our church wears a suit and tie. Um, We're an informal church in that aspect. We have our Bible study hour or our Sunday school hour at 930. The church service starts at 1045. We're a um, a contemporary church um, style of worship. Worship. Mm-hmm. We we sing a few hymns, but we don't have any hymn books, but we sing contemporary versions of the hymns, but mostly praise and worship choruses. Awesome. And then are you, uh, let's see here, this is uh, mid-March here. Are you in a series right now that you're talking about? I've been in a series for two and a half years on the Gospel of are John. You a, are you a word-by-verse-by-verse guy? I am. Yeah. I am. And and I I um, have been preaching this for two and a half years, but I'm coming to an end. So the interesting thing is here we are in the Passion season, and yes. I'm at the very end of the Gospel of John. It couldn't fit more perfectly. And then once Easter is behind us i'm moving into a series that will take me about a year on the book of hebrews what you going to do on easter by the way 
Oh, d- just, I, what do you mean by I'm, that? I'm just saying, is there anything different about a, your Easter service? Uh, no, we, I, I don't think, I, I, I don't know for sure, but Fair I don't enough. think that we have our first hour Sunday school. Yeah. Um, I think we allow families to stay home for that, but then we'll have our 1045 worship service. Excellent. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going there. Everybody does something a little different yes, there. Yes. So it's a little more family yes. and uh, make room. And uh, and, and we a have time. a fun thing on Saturday, the day before Easter, uh, yeah. for the children. Um, it's an Easter egg hunt and just a fun game time for the kids out in the churchyard. Let me go back to John here a little bit and give you a chance to preach just for a second there, too, because you've been in it for so long. Mm-hmm. You've been so deep in the Word, and I know this about you. Uh, what was the biggest... Did you have a new revelation in, in your study of John? Is there something that jumped out, maybe your favorite part of, in the book? Well, I, I John is an interesting writer in that he writes for a different reason than Matthew, Mark, and Luke do. Yeah. John divides his book kind of into two specific sections. The first half of the book deals with profiles of Jesus, and he's showing different pictures, as it were. Uh, Jesus, the light of the world, Jesus, the bread, um, Jesus, the living water. And then the second half of the book um, relates to the passion of yes. Christ, beginning with chapter 12. Um, from chapter 12 to the end of the book, we're only looking at um, a week's worth of time. So he puts a lot of, of um, writing into that one-week period. What I enjoy, I'm an Old Testament scholar. Yes. And even though I do a lot of preaching from the New Testament, most preaching from the Old Testament, it's an amazing amount of Old Testament information that John puts in uh, to his gospel. Yeah. And so when Jesus makes reference to things like, I'm the living water or I'm the light, he's describing events that are taking place in the temple, ceremonies that they have that were interrupted by Jesus. There was a time when there was a pouring of the water and it was a parade that went down to the pool of Siloam and back up and then the high priest would hold up the water and pour it out, and it was at that very moment that that Jesus shouted, "Is anyone thirsty? Let him come to me and drink." Um, so it's fascinating for me to see how that fits into the ceremonies of the temple. I always enjoy that there when you get a little more extra background than than you would just from the New Testament text there, and, and the word just comes alive. It does come alive. Have you ever been to Israel? Have you seen? I it? have never been to Israel. Uh, we'll have to work on that. We're going in November, <laughs> okay. by the way, everybody. So get on the get on the uh, AM six thirty the bus, <laughs> the word bus here, and we'll all go together. Uh, for sure. But uh, by the way, since you mentioned that pool there, they found that here a couple of years yes, ago. Yes, they did. You know? Yes, they did. It's always interesting to me that there there are the people that are the doubters out there that believe yeah. that there's errors in the Bible, and if you g- give it enough time, they find everything. Yeah, funny how that works. Yes. The Lord reveals himself yes. in, in new ways. So, uh, that's awesome. Hey, again, you're listening to KSLR. It's our Church of the Week here on AM 630, The Word. We're here with Pastor Russell Schwartz of Fellowship Bible Church on Hebner Road. And if you'd like to learn more about the church, uh, well, you can go to their website. It's their initials, fbcsatx.org. Uh, dot com. I beg your pardon, dot com. And uh, on uh, Hebner Road at 8603. And if you'd like to call the church, it's uh, 699-6511. So, Pastor... Um, where to go now? Uh, talk about, do you have an associate pastor on the team? Uh, or? I don't have an associate pastor. We have a youth pastor. Yes, sir. And we have a... Uh, so who a, fills in for you when you might be out? Well, the youth pastor is a pretty good preacher. And, yeah. And then I have several former pastors in my congregation. You just get Del Tackett. To. <laughs> and, and then there's Del. That's right. That's right. We also have a Christian ed director on staff, um, and she does a great job with our kids. Talk about the youth department there. What goes on for those guys? Well, Tommy is Tommy Fusco is our youth pastor. He's been with us for a year and a half now, and he's an awesome young man. 
um, just recently added a baby less than a year ago oh, wow. uh, to his household. And he has, a, like me, he has a real passion for the Word of God. And so he wants the kids not only to enjoy each other, to have social times and lots of fun experiences like that, but he teaches them the Word of God and how to live according to the Word of God. So he oversees our junior high and our senior high youth programs. He's got many activities for them. Um, every week they are meeting and doing things together, including mission projects and outreaches of various sorts. And it looks like the boys here get to practice a little karate. The fifth and sixth grade boys, we, we have a, a program for them called Sidekicks. Yeah. And I have a martial arts instructor in the church. Um, he's actually the husband of our Christian ed director. And so on Wednesday nights, they learn martial arts, <laughs> they pray together, they study the Bible together. Awesome. That starts off at 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights, goes to about 8.30. And while the boys are doing that, I assume there's a girls' club, too? There's a girls' club that's going on as well. Very good. Every Wednesday night at uh, 7 o'clock. Men's Bible study, women's Bible study? We have several things going on. Men, there's a group that meets on Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30. I don't lead that particular group, um, but it's kind of an accountability group in a way. Um, They do a Bible study and a prayer time together. Then I lead two men's Bible studies on Thursday mornings, one at 6. 6.30, and then the same thing over again at 9 o'clock, so 6.30 to 7.30, and it's out on time so men can get to work, and then we go from 9 to 10 o'clock, and right now I'm teaching the book of Leviticus. Back to the Old Testament, good. That's correct. And you've been in Leviticus for 17 years. No, actually, <laughs> this is a, a new start for us. We're only in the fourth chapter right now. What's the big takeaway from Leviticus for you? Well, Leviticus is fun for me. It's my favorite book of the Bible because a cross runs through it. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing in the book of Leviticus is that God says, this shall be a lasting ordinance to you, and the Hebrew word ordinance can be translated rehearsal. So they were actually in rehearsal for the real that was to come. Oh, wow. I've never heard that before. That's cool. And that's why the book of Hebrews refers to it as a shadow. Excellent. Wow. Hey, you, uh, you, you're doing some Bible teaching over there at this place called uh, Fellowship Bible Church. That's my passion, is teaching the Word of God and teaching it with depth. I always tell my, my congregation, you, you might have stepped into seminary this morning. Very nice. Was it called Fellowship Bible Church before you got there? Yes, it was. Oh, well, perfect there. Hey, uh, at Fellowship Bible Church, I want to remind you that, uh, well, Saturdays, you might be hearing this on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, or this program is on Sunday afternoon at 1.30, uh, Dr. Del Tackett is uh, at Fellowship Bible Church uh, Sunday morning starting at 9.30, again, f- during your Sunday school hour, and then back at 10.45. Dr. Del Tackett, of course, the one who created the Truth Project with a new chapter of his message, and then back again Sunday night. Uh, at what time again, Pastor? Sunday night at 6.30. Sunday night at 6.30, and again, all the details at fbcsatx.com. Wow. And they're also available on the KSLR website all under, um, the- under the community calendar. Oh, very good. Absolutely. If you want to learn more information. Thank you. A nice plug there, Pastor, for my, for my radio station. Yes. At uh, AM630, uh, theword.com, uh, all the details are, are, are there on the community calendar for sure. Uh, pastor, did, you said, you know, you, you went to seminary and, and been a pastor for so long. Did you have a salvation experience or did, uh, were you just raised in the church and... I was raised in the church. You know, for many years, I looked at my life and kind of regretted that I didn't have this this no. great crisis <laughs> experience, you know, where I came out of um, sin, yeah. the horror of sin, and into the wonders of salvation. Now, as I look at it, I am so thankful yes. for a man of God that was my father and a man, a woman of prayer that was my mother. Mm. My parents loved the Lord. My dad was a Gideon. He had a passion about getting Bibles into the mm. hands of people. In particular, he would go into Mexico and destroy Bibles there, and my mom was my mom was a student of the Old Testament, mm. and that's where I got my passion. Excellent, excellent. And so, uh, 
I mean, so so no, you don't have a. a I honor you for for having that testimony. That's just that's just special. So I think so. And and you know, I I I look back because I I like everybody. I guess I wanted a a, a nail in the post showing when when I think I invited the Lord into my yeah. life. But um, but you know, honestly, uh, all I ever knew was to love Jesus. And as a young man, I often tell people I think that the Lord set me apart from my mother's womb because as a as a young child. I remember being fascinated with the Word of God, not being interested in children's church or junior's church. I wanted to hear the preacher and his message. Wow, that's great. Uh, your father, would you, you consider him your mentor growing up there, too? Was there any other people in your life? That- my dad was my main mentor and yeah. my mom, for sure. Um, and, and there's been other people that have certainly had influence on me, either through writings or in person. But I look to my dad as my hero. Well, congratulations again. That's a rare thing that that, uh, that someone can say nowadays. Uh, again, Pastor uh, Russell Schwartz, we're so honored to have you here today. Would you take a second and uh, invite our listeners to, to come to church on Sunday? Well, we'd love to have you if you're looking for a church home. This is Fellowship Bible Church, and we're on Hebner at 8603. So if you come on to Hebner from I-10, as you go west on Hebner, the you would pass Babcock and the churches on the right-hand side of the road. You can get there from Bandera, so you would go the opposite direction on Hebner, and the the church would be on the left-hand side of the road. And um, we have our our Sunday school hour at 9.30 in the morning, our worship service at 10.45, and we're a Bible church. And uh, we believe in the Bible, huh? That's right. We believe in (laughs) preaching and teaching the Word of God. Uh, and I, and and come up at, come as you are. Come as you are. Please don't wear a tie because you might make me feel bad. <laughs> That's great. It sounds like you're having a good time over there. We're having fun. a wonderful time, and and the people are friendly. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I've never had a greater experience in all of my ministry career. I've been in the ministry for over forty years, and I've never had a more wonderful experience than at Fellowship Bible Church. Your energy is just is is up here. Uh, pastor there too and so uh, again it must be from the lord you know absolutely when you know that you're doing what the lord wants you to do it's an exciting life wow hey uh go to kslr.com also known as am630 the word.com and uh, go to our church of the week page you'll see a lot more about uh, fellowship bible church and uh, there you can find this uh, conversation on demand also the wonderful devotionals that uh, pastor gave us every day this past week uh, including his experience uh, on Kodiak Island there. Very cool. Great, great story and uh, and a great ministry happening over there on the northwest side of San Antonio. Any final thoughts, Pastor? I just uh, I love San Antonio. What a great community we have. What a beautiful place to live. What a wonderful place. And um, I'm so grateful to the Lord that he brought me here and provided a ministry opportunity for me here in this community. Well, again, we honor you and bless you and thank you for being a great uh, shepherd in the city and uh, bringing it bringing that thing called the Bible uh, every Sunday morning over at uh, Fellowship Bible Church. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. And I thank you for listening here to our Church of the Week program here on AM630, The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630, The Word, Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.